0: Quarantinos. Good evening, my Quarantinos and Quarantinis all over the world, Canada, United States, everywhere. <clears throat> my beautiful people, just going to give a moment to a couple of you who get notified to jump on, my beautiful Quarantinos and Quarantinis. Shannon, Diana, Yanni, my peeps. <clears throat> Kelly's here. Yay! You guys are like my die hard quarantinies. You know what I'm saying? You're all you're all my quarantinis, first of all. I'm waiting for a quarantino. Hi baby daddy. <clears throat> hey sweetheart. Um <clears throat> so like I said, why do I do this? If you've many there's many of you who've just kind of jumped into the group and you're late to the party, that's okay. You're still belong. You're still welcome. If you're late to the party I just want you know that you are welcome here Uh, what this community is about is about it's a group of people who are in the conversation who are interested in the conversation you you guys I've been having this conversation for like years and then now all of a sudden everybody's really intrigued about this conversation (laughs) where it's like let's wake up guys let's stop looking outside Let's stop looking for doctors to heal us. Let's take responsibility. Let's let's stop waiting for that ex to finally turn around and say I'm sorry before I can kind of move on and love myself. Let's stop delegating the responsibility of making us feel safe and I'm going to step up and do it. That's what this conversation is about. People here are now starting to wake, awaken. Why are, they, why are we awakening right now? Well, look around. You know, every day there's a new calamity that you hear about and our, our rights are being taken away even more and it's kind of like we're being told to go to our room. We're in a timeout. We're in a timeout. You're in a timeout. And everything that's, that you've been repressing or not dealing with is coming out it's here it's right in front of your face and there's an opportunity now to deal with the things that you were kind of sweeping under the rug because you were too busy because you didn't have enough time you've got nothing but time now and if you're in solitary confinement like I am (laughs) I'm forced to look at myself and be in my thoughts and notice how often I distract and take a choice if I want to self-master and be the sort like use this time to reconnect to myself to, to to get deeper grounding of who I am and to learn new skills so that I can adapt to this changing world that's going to need me can I adapt and grow and actually be better as a result of this? These are the questions I'm asking you so that I can get you present to this. Can I use this to get better? Can I use this to become leaner, meaner? I know leaner has not been an option for many people because we've been eating in the first week I was just like, oh I'm checking the scale. I literally put a scale right down here so that I can keep myself accountable and just yesterday I started a cleanse. I'm like okay so where else can I be more congruent I'm not beating myself up I'm just like okay let's keep moving the needle forward in areas of my life where I have a checklist on where I'd like to really connect more connecting with myself parenting the parts of me that all of these triggers are bringing up to get into connection to get into community to build community <clears throat> to join community, to be in community, to encourage you to create your own community, even if it's just a handful of friends that you don't um, talk too much, or a group of your co-workers who've all lost their work. Great. Not great, but I have empathy for you. My heart goes out to you, and you either stay in a freeze, because when we're in timeout... There's fight, flight, or freeze. Can't fight because we can't fight this thing. It's a faceless enemy. It's too small. Okay, and so massive at the same time. It's a mindfuck, isn't it? Can't fight. Can't run. Can't flee. I'm stuck here. (gasps) I can't go anywhere. I can't even go to the gym. Okay? So we're now collectively in this state of freeze we don't know what we're doing we don't know who we are and we're, f- well it's not like we don't know who we are, we're, f- we're f- kind of, we can't distract anything and we have to sit with ourselves and the one thing that's going to make the difference is your conscious awareness your ability to take responsibility and make choices in this mayhem and uncertainty Your work is to make choices based out of love, not based out of fear. That's how you get out of this stronger. Because if you've ever been making choices out of fear, which I have, basically all of my relationship choices were done not out of love, out of possibility, it was out of like a survival need of a perception, by the way. And... I was in a state of fear and crisis and dysregulation when I made all those choices. So naturally, what happens when you choose something that's not based out of love, that's based out of fear? Over a period of time, it will crumble. And so, what's happening now, the reason why we're all here having this conversation is because we are not really wanting to bury our heads in the sand. We actually want to be wide awake and be very realistic. We're not Pollyanna. Everything's going to be fine. No, everything can be. It's dangerous, yes. Christ means danger. There is danger. I'm not going to be blind to it and just say, no, I'm happy. There's people who are like, no, everything's so amazing. Like, oh my God, spirit is like totally amazing. No, let's get real. There's some terrible going on. There's people suffering right now. and at the same time this is where we get to choose how to adapt and the biggest thing that's gonna help me make choices based out of love not on fear is how my nervous system is doing my nervous system dictates because when I have in my body a state of alarm that's happening the body sends a message up into the conscious mind so the unconscious mind tells the conscious mind what to do. <laughs> Let me say that again. The unconscious mind, which is also the emotional brain, the feeling mind, the feeling and emotion mind is your is your unconscious mind. That's why I can watch your body, your body language, tells me what's happening in your unconscious mind. You can't lie to me. I'm watching you and I can tell when we're doing a coaching call I'm looking at you, I can tell if you're being incongruent. I can feel when you're in your heart. This has become intuitive once you've learned how to regulate this and once you've really learned how to get into your body and speak with your voice. All of a sudden you see that and you realize you've been spending most of your life, this is me, spending most of your life in a space of really I don't I I don't even know if I've ever been myself (laughs) what the fuck and then in these times all of that comes right to your face it goes right in your face in these times I have one of my uh, good friends uh, him and his wife are trying to have a baby and his wife is not really into self-examination, self-evaluation and they have two kids and they're trying desperately to have their third. Uh, Well he's not trying desperately, she is. She's like on a mission. Have you ever been in that situation ladies? On this thing of, I gotta have another baby, I gotta have another baby. They have two beautiful babies, he's happy, she's the one needing to have another. So what happens is Every single month, she's tense. And so the fucking between them becomes (laughs) about procreation. Okay? And he's telling me this, and I'm just listening. When I know this and I understand him, my intuition tells me exactly what they need, and I nailed it. Tell me if you can relate to this. And all of a sudden, every month, she's tense all the time. It's, It's time. Let's do it. And what's the sex like when you're doing it for the purpose of creation? I asked the guy. I ask him. I'm like, do you feel like you're just kind of like a, like a sperm bank? <laughs> He's like, yeah. It's like it's. I mean, it's okay, but we have to. Like, you literally have to check out when it's, when the sex it's based with with an agenda, right? Ladies, let me ask you this: When a guy is, uh kind of like with you for a specific agenda, how does that interaction feel? Inauthentic, right? When you're like, talk, when he's coming up to talking to you, he's clearly trying to sleep with you, you see the agenda right through, there's a disconnect. Wow. And so in that space, in that energy field, in that intention, when it becomes about that, to fill a, to fill a void, when it becomes about, I actually wrote wrote it down, uh, when it becomes all about filling a void, the universe basically stops it. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. I'm not going to give you, it's like, I'm not going to give you a baby if it's done inauthentically. I want. It's like the universe saying, I want true connection between you two. And so when I worked with couples with, this stuff I'm always like look you're a healthy person don't worry about whatever its energy it's between you let's look at what's going on between you so what I basically gave him because he's a friend of mine and I was like do you want do you want my feedback from what I see He's like yeah I said it sounds to me like if all you all you your job right now is to have her feel loved even if there is no baby Say look you know i love you and you're worthy and you're all that even without a, a third baby and he told me he said it's he said i've told her that i said yeah but you can say it but you have to actually look the person and they have to feel it from you do you know the difference there's a babe come on you know i love you regardless says babe i want you to know seriously I see how important this is to you but even if we don't have another kid like I'm over the moon about my life with you and I think you're an amazing mother and I want you to know that and, he, and, and he's like okay I can try that but still she feels like she feels unworthy and I'm like ah oh, and we know what to do once she clears the source of that unworthiness like I'm not enough unless I have another kid in other words I'm using the kid to fill an internal void versus this child is a beautiful creative expression of our love you know that's the goal and so her job then is to connect with herself into why she wants that baby like why like why does she want this child and it usually comes from an incomplete with herself i'm not i'm not complete unless i have this unless this external thing is done then i will feel like i can love myself and so her work then if she's gonna want to heal that and become more uh, a greater candidate to, to conceive will have to get to that place so that she can have a connection with her partner through intimacy that the baby becomes a creative expression of love not just to fill a void. Does that make sense? We had somebody in, Bridget, we had somebody, Bridget in, uh, from New Zealand, c- come to our Sydney event, and she's like, I want another baby, and, uh, you know, we have an argument, having an argument with my partner because of this, um, and uh, we can't get along, and this is like a deal breaker, and he, he always said he only wants one, we have the one, and now I want another one, and w- why is it that I can't just be happy? Why do I need this other one? So she figures it out. She comes to our overview experience, and we we start to go back to this feeling. What is it that she feels? She's like, I'm not enough, because she doesn't have another child. So we went back, where did she feel not enough? That's what I'm, a- I'm gonna ask you right now. As you're listening, and all of this is coming up today, with whatever it is you're dealing with today, I want you to ask yourself the question, where, what's happening, where am I not feeling enough because of what's happening today? Where is my not-enoughness coming from right now? For me, it comes up usually before events, if I have an expectation of who I want to be there and and the numbers and if it doesn't meet that boom the not enough will come up it's pretty much i've done 30 events over the last few years and pretty much it comes up every time that i'm about to have an event that feeling comes up oh a judgment of that or if it f- sells out then i'm like oh good i am enough there finally because that external thing has happened and everybody's recognized how wonderful i am and they've you know, finally taking to the work that I've been dedicating and they're finally listening, yes, oh, I'm seen, I'm heard. It's like a external thing that validates me. It's constant for us. It's constant for you when you're unconscious. It's wise for you to be able to self, it's wise for me to be able to self-reflect and self-assess when I'm in my heart, actually, and when I am, doing this just because I need an external validation and I because I can't give it to myself that's critical that relationship between yourself it it re I understood like I knew that if I wanted to have a healthy relationship with another human being because they were all just falling apart they were all inauthentic and transactional the only way I could do that was to start to rearrange my relationship with that voice in my head and I call it dancing with my dark passenger. Once I learned how to do that and I mastered it I was able to self regulate rather than wanting my partner to regulate me and you soothe me. I remember on my last relationship we would be arguing constantly her triggers would come up in the middle of the night and it was just 2 a.m. Ah, and it's like getting into an argument and I'm like I'm trying to sleep and she would consistently say, I want you to fix it at the time, because I hadn't done <clears throat> in her child work. Um, I didn't understand. I was just so frustrated. I'm like, fuck you, it's not my job. What I understand now, like, why are you so annoying? What I understand now is that it's her regressed younger self wanting daddy to soothe her. And if I just knew that, I'm not saying it was the right perf- person, she's the right person for me now at all. I'm saying, had I known those tools, these tools, back then I could have easily repaired, not easily, <laughs> this one was a little bit more challenging. I could have repaired a lot more efficiently than the way that I do now, that I did then, excuse me. The way that I repair now. It's like we don't we don't go longer like we've had a we've had conflict and we don't go longer than like minutes it's it's instant now because I'm like ooh it's coming up for me so the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because you're going to understand how your nervous system's doing by the way that you're currently being responsive to these triggers. And these triggers, I'm trying to get you to see what's coming up for you. Was it? <clears throat> I'm not enough. My, my children are asleep. My husband's away. Okay, good. Yanni, when you're alone. Perfect. You can't be alone. Exactly. So your work is to start to listen to the words that come in, go inside and hear what is being said in your brain in those moments from an observer's perspective, Yanni. You're going to sit there and you're going to listen. You're going to be like, okay, hmm, I'm listening. What is it? Ooh, I can't be alone. Oh, because when I was alone, it was like this. I went through the same thing. I did the most terrifying thing, Yanni. I actually stopped distracting myself with people and I just was alone. And I'll, The words, you're a loser. No, you're so not lovable. Look at you, look at what you've done, comparing yourself to your brother, and all of that. it's like,, oh, there is this uh, roommate, inner roommate going on in our minds that we don't know what to deal. Do. We, we don't learn what to do. We don't learn about what to do. and we just behave thinking that we have agency and control, but it's actually all of those old complexes. So when you're asking, we're gonna go into your old complexes right now, so when you're asking, where am I feeling not enough right now, look what area, just know it and go, and what you're gonna do is we're gonna go back and we're gonna reconnect with that younger self that this is actually coming from. This is how you heal, this is how you mature this is how you emotional this is how you get emotional intelligence this is how you go from unconscious empathy which is abandon- abandoning to myself in order to take care of you to conscious empathy first holding my heart in full esteem and then seeing hey how can i serve you i see you this is this is the path to getting there is really focusing on how to reconnect with that younger part of you but first we have to get into the feeling of it the biggest obstacle is our ego wants to protect us from actually going back there we see the feelings bubble up and then we do this and then you end up in my office with digestive issues with diverticulitis, with thyroid and hormonal issues with chronic pains, with chronic fatigue with jaw pain, with headaches, with migraines, with irritable bowel. And if you allow this to progress and you don't actually get to the root and get to the truth, it progresses until your body starts to break down. And my phone has been blowing up with your messages, your stories, your requests to talk to me. Hey, can we talk, Nima? Hey, you're really personable, can we talk? Um, it's been bombarded and I'm so grateful and now what's happened is I've created a workshop that's happening tomorrow where those of you who are resonating with what I'm saying are actually ready to go and do a reconnection and what you get out of these five hours is a clear path a picture of exactly where it all came from and the access to the tools to start to reconnect with the part of you that you might have abandoned a long time ago in service of approval in service of being nice it's everywhere every conversation it's relevant because it's in your face right now I can't people like I'm getting three interviews per day coaching calls and these calls I'm talking about it constantly and it's interesting every interviewer that I talk to During a podcast, I end up helping them clear an issue. The last two uh, people who I did my podcast interview with was like in tears during the interview. And he's like, sign me up. He literally, before the interview was done, he signed up for tomorrow. And I'm like, oh my God, it's finally happening it's finally happening where people are getting it people are understanding they can't bury their heads in the sand anymore they must make a priority of healing themselves because there's nothing but time right now and it could go another few months we might be social distancing until August September yeah this is the new normal now dude this is only the beginning so if you're sitting here waiting for it to blow over and just shoring up yourself and not investing all in and learning new skills so that you can adapt to the emerging world that's before us and still clinging on and holding on to this old life that's gone you're going to suffer the most I'm not trying to be a dick I'm just saying look look at history there's always been two types of people the ones in the freeze sitting on themselves because they're shut down and they don't do anything to heal their nervous systems or they go to therapy or they'll get a counselor can I have someone to talk to? this is not about talk your unconscious mind in your which is your body, your emotional center is all... uh, there is no conscious component until the age of eight seven, eight your unconscious mind is literally being downloaded information from the eight from conception to the age of eight it's already been determined in your body and what happens is these traumas these separations these feelings they'll come up and they'll get triggered and then we'll make a meaning out of it and that meaning is there to protect us from that feeling and these unconscious drives that are motivating us to not feel those things we wake up in our mid-30s mid-40s going what the James Hollis says the first half of life is a giant mistake which basically means you think that you're the one in control but these unconscious complexes which unconscious means in the body that came from conception to age eight and all of the experiences that you went through are downloaded in the body and if you're a parent and you're listening and you're going oh god i'm fucking up my kids great news you don't have to you and plus there's no there's no benefit that you're gonna have by beating up your unconscious self i hear people oh i learned to forgive myself no 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 there's nothing about you that you need to forgive about yourself. Because if I slip back and I fall because I fell over something, do I need to forgive myself or do I just empathize with my unconsciousness? We're going to turn the word forgiving others around too, which is, I'm still wounded, you hurt me in your in our unconscious dynamic, where we were completely often inauthentic and not in our hearts, and unconscious and acting out of fear, where I was magnetized to that situation with you, does not require any forgiveness. It just requires understanding. And when you understand you in that environment where you were the perfect person to energetically match with that perfect person and mate with them based on your nervous system regulation tone at that time. It was the perfect match. The resonance of your nervous systems. That's who you, that's the vibe. That's, and then the conversations you're having with people are going to impact you because most of the time we're unconscious so the people that you're hanging out with the content going into your brain right now unconsciously you're being downloaded you want to be very careful to what you listen to my entire uh... platform is based on reminding you every time that i speak what my intention is to get you back into yourself into your heart as we navigate the unknown together so that you can then act from a place of love instead of fear and here's the best part of it all of this unconscious parenting that you've done because of this trauma that didn't start with you or didn't start with your mom and dad or didn't start with them all of that can end with you and you can heal you you can heal your child and you can take the work on and heal your parents even though they were monsters in their unconsciousness, or neglectful and checked out in their unconsciousness that you're playing victim to because you don't really understand human behavior and you don't understand nervous system dysregulation. That checked out mom that you felt didn't love you or abandon you emotionally was in a nervous system freeze and didn't know how to get out. And the longer you hold on to this narrative of victimhood about it, the more you're gonna become unconscious and your unconsciousness and disconnection from you and gratitude gets downloaded onto a kid who doesn't feel seen and feels emotionally abandoned. And so the cycle continues. And the only way to break the cycle is to love yourself and the other people involved in that narrative. And yet it's the most challenging thing to do. How many clients go, you're not gonna make me expect, you don't expect me to love my father, what he did? That's inexcusable. And then I think to myself, so you want all of these results. You wanna be able to emotionally regulate. You wanna have healthy relationships with men. You want to um, uh, decrease your anxiety. You wanna now have confidence in your voice but you don't want to go back to your roots and dig deeper and find gratitude and take ownership and see uh, and and empathize. No. Okay, well, I, we can't do it. You're, you're tying my hands behind my back. Let me show you how to get those outcomes. You're not going to like the work that you're going to do, but it's all about taking responsibility. Because... The cool part about it is, yes, it's difficult work, but the alternative is unbearable. The alternative and delegating this to somebody else is completely unbearable. Yeah. P- uh, living with an asshole. I'm seeing you guys. I'd like to sign up for Joe's workshop. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Great we have a we have a couple spots left My my um, my clients are coming in and here's what we're gonna be doing here's the here's the cold key behind it I talked about it this morning I'm gonna repeat it if, if you're if you're just joining us safety is an illusion we are now in a world that we can't trust anybody to make us feel safe that's my childlike state that wants Donald Trump to fix me or save me or wants some sort of a bailout by the government for small businesses so that I can just focus on oh my goodness like save me save me are you kidding me there's I don't not gonna focus on like like the people that that I'm gonna lose in my clientele I'm only focusing on adapting myself to be in my heart to get closer and more connected to my intuition so that I can be like yes this is what I want to do yes this is what I'm connected to my intuitive sense so that I can be in a flow-like state so that I can be in a state of flow and responding to the needs of my community my community that I chose to lead because I just had a group of people come together and my community started years ago with a handful of like eight people and here it, it, it within people who've been following me a few years ago and now it's a global group of self healers and they're all coming and I basically have taken everything they were some of them were in my powerfully aligned program where they were getting one-on-one assistance from us to walk them through a crisis you know, there's broken down relationships with husband, mother issues, uh, trauma, sexual trauma, shame because they did sex work at some point, like, like uh, incest between brother and sister and like all sorts of these things that are stuck in our unconscious blocking us from stepping up powerfully into leadership saying, hey, listen, I'm going to lead you here. I'm going to create an environment where we all can learn to connect in our own way. For me, it's this way. For some people, it'll be knitting. I don't know what it is. There's midwives. There's connect chiropractor groups that they get together. The whole key is is that connection is the currency that, we're, that I'm teaching you how to dole out, that to dish out, to become dealers of. I'm teaching you how to become a dealer of the connection hormone, which is oxytocin. That's why you're here. That's the only reason why you're here is because I'm connected to myself enough to speak in language that connects with you, connects with your heart, that resonates with you. The topic is very relevant to you right now. What the fuck am I going to do over the next three months to a world that doesn't exist? And how the fuck can I make sure that my kids don't end up being even worse? Because what we're all dealing with is a colossal, like collective trauma of all of the world wars happening it's like shit the whole world is in war with an invisible like can you feel it the whole world how unique you guys let me know where you're signing in from right now just right now write down as you're listening where you're signing in from where you're listening you're gonna see never before in my life have I seen something like this where the whole world is going through the same thing is having the same problem Everybody there is having the same problem, which is a huge, like, this is a huge, like, aha moment for you. Because if everybody's having the same problem and you have specific gifts that you know help people feel more connected or you can tailor it, tweak it in the form of connection, If you can do that you're looking at a freaking gold miner because your gifts are your currency your relationships are your currency your time that you have right now is your currency you have all of this time well you don't have a lot of time but you to sit around <laughs> i wish i did <laughs> but i don't <laughs> because I'm so busy having this conversation with people that you have the time to take to actually heal why is that important? because whatever you don't heal will be downloaded to your children let that one sit for a moment I'm about to have a baby and I know that all of my childhood wounding from birth that feeling of whatever that I felt in birth and delivery is likely gonna come out I know the age two okay age two where I had a, a trauma that happened that had separate from my mother. separation trauma wasn't any physical abuse or anything like that it was separation trauma I know that at the age of two when my ch- son let's say I have a son when he turns two There's going to be some sort of an event that has me having to either not be with him at the age of two, I don't know, but it's going to be, I'm going to have to confront that old demon. If you don't believe me, I want you to think about when you had an earlier really deep wound, let's say when you were 11, and you watched your child come in and like literally mimic... The same thing and the same emotions that you felt. Do you know what I'm talking about? Let me know if you know what I'm talking about. Parents, mothers, you had something happen during your childhood that you didn't really deal with, that's not fully healed, and all of a sudden your kid comes home dealing with the same thing. There's There's a... there's a wisdom to this, there's an energy to this you're carrying these wounds with you and you're downloading them to your children, these unhealed wounds with you and it's time for the conversation Uh, I am I am ready to heal put your hand up and I want you to say I'm really ready to heal what's necessary for me to step into my next level over the next three months what is that vision if i just if you just come on this this broadcast twice a day for now i'm not i can't do this forever i'm just giving this as a service because we need it right now eventually i won't be able to especially when i have kids i'm going to have to start to you know get more efficient with my time and only speak to those of you who really want to come along for the journey and you're actually serious about it like you're committed you're not just kind of like armchair quarter like you're just kind of like sitting back and being the observers no no, no, the only people are the ones that are that are gonna come with me on the path are the ones that are like ready for being on the court to continue like to carry forward this vision of a community starting with your family this is the cool part how do I create a community well you start with your family your immediate family the ones that are broken The relationships that are fractured and fragmented. And you work towards repairing those whenever possible. If, like, obviously, like, if it's, if there's a fine line, if you're not safe, okay? Now, that being said, Shamila was, uh, she had a restraining order on her ex for obvious reasons. And she had paralyzing anxiety. She could not function. She went to Costco. Boom! Panic attacks, which probably are happening now all the time. But this was just the way of life for her. So her life was very small. She has five children. One of those kids she hadn't seen in like seven, eight years. In the divorce, he was a casualty. He went to dad, and they kind of took that, took that on. And so she'd been playing victim to him for years. It was in a a quote-unquote abusive relationship and an interesting thing happened she start we started working together she came to the overview experience had a profound epiphany about a past trauma she saw her power where she didn't see it and she was like oh my god the world seems different by the way those of you uh... when when you're if you're coming on saturday to this event i promise you that you're gonna leave and the world will seem different because i've just given you a shift in perspective and it a shift in your feeling we're gonna work on getting you into your body and learning how to release some of that tension and how to make it a practice because this will be an ongoing thing for you she then committed to our kind of mastermind program and within the first little while i had her really seeing her part not that it's about victim blaming but she kind of was like "Oh." I totally did this. I drove him crazy on purpose. I knew how to get to him and I literally pushed him. Not that it's my fault or I deserved it, but I pushed him to have the re- re- to to behave the way he did to justify my leaving that guilt. Do you know how hard it is for somebody who's really stuck in a victim state to own that part? of the story it's the most terrifying thing because she's basically lived her life in the identity of a survivor that was her identity and i said well it's good that you have that identity when you're getting out of that prison it's like oh i'm a survivor thank god but then 7 years later if you're still labeling yourself that it means that that thing you're still in prison you're still in that prison. If the language that you're using is about something that happened there, it's not an empowering lingo for you anymore. And she was like, Really? And I'm like, I invite, and I'm not blaming you. But your empowerment and victimhood are two mutually exclusive. Empowerment means power, means using will, means how did I choose that? How do you say that, Nima? Nima, are you victim blaming or justifying? No. How did you unconsciously, based on your wounding, based on your patterns, how did you merge with that situation and get yourself into a space where you dropped all of your, like, boundaries, and you abandoned yourself? Where was oh, I totally abandoned myself for the sake of religion, for the sake of subordinating to what society wanted me to do. Okay. never felt so much anger and sadness because I couldn't believe how much mom could have left when I was exactly Shannon beautiful your daughter turns three and your <laughs> abandonment wounds when you were her age show up Kira's job Shannon is to bring up all of your shit that's not healed that's her job and she's pretty damn cute right but her real function in your life is to help you love your unhealed parts Ah, so imagine I think I've done a pretty decent job and I've done a bit of work to get myself to a place where I have the holy grail of personal development is a secure attachment relationship with a partner. And the next final frontier that I'm going to help entrepreneurs with is creating a secure attachment with your work because you can get into codependency with your work too. I've been there and I'm still a recovering. Uh, codependent with my work, (laughs) workaholic codependent. Um, So it's interesting for me about when I'm about to have a kid to be able to now see oh crap his job her job is to help me love my unloved parts I wonder what's going to show up and now having the tools to be able to say whoa wonder where that came from and just like in Shannon's case, if I turn two, when I turn two it's probably, thank you Shannon, it's probably going to happen to me as well Shannon when I turn two and I see this two-year-old boy probably there's going to be a part of me now thank you for letting me know so I know what to look forward to and be conscious of it because if I have consciousness, I have agency and then I can go, wow, how the fuck can my mother just leave me for two months and then those old wounds will come up but now I have tools I now have ability to communicate I now will express you know I now have breath work which I'm going to be doing breath work uh, sessions uh, every Sunday for the next little while $5 drop-ins I'm just letting you know look out for it make sure you get all notifications for this group okay so um, does that does that or any questions any questions like that so I look forward to that that journey because I'm going to be learning how to um, because I'm 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 gonna use every single crisis that I go through with this fucker to be able to turn it into deeper self-love and I want to teach people how to do that because you're gonna have access to having healthy secure relationships with your family dynamic so your question for today um, basically is, what if I'm so triggered that all I want to do is just avoid everyone? This is the question. What do you do? You understand, and she said asking for a friend. Okay, sure. You understand... <laughs> I know, it's for a friend. You understand that the avoidant, that's basically avoidant behavior. If you're just at this place where you're like, oh, I can't deal with it. You're avoidant. I want you to look. How old? What you're gonna ask is: This is the question you're gonna ask. How old am I? What am I doing? How old do I feel? And when you dig in, and if that's her behavior and that's how she's acting, what that means is there's a younger version of her, or him. I'm not sure. Her probably, because uh, there's a younger version of of her that when she had big feelings, when she had emotions the people around her weren't there to really see her. They weren't really there to soothe her. In expressing her emotions, didn't, wasn't successful in having her primary caregivers give her uh, mirroring, uh, calming, regulating uh, behaviors. So she learned that if things get overwhelming, I'm just gonna deal with it on my own because nobody can actually see me. But in but but the frustration, the energy behind that frustration actually means that she badly does. Does that make sense? Can you resonate with that? When somebody is like, "Fuck it, just I just want everyone to leave me alone. I just want everyone to leave me the fuck alone." What they're saying is it's no use for me to express my feelings because nobody gets me and nobody's gonna understand me, okay? However, I really badly wish somebody would. Okay? So that's what's, what's happening. So what, do you, what does she do for that? What's the solution? The solution is to heal that part of her that wasn't seen when she was younger. How do you do that? Well, it takes several different modalities. You must start with a body-based approach because when she's triggered right now and she just wants to do just avoid everyone, that avoidant person within her, she needs to get connected to in her body and feel the sensations without the story. And then go back to when she first remembered how she just wanted to avoid because there was no use in expressing herself because nobody was getting her and then she'll say it was five years old, it was seven years old, good. and then once she's done that and she's learned how to regulate herself and self-soothe and reconnect which is a whole different animal on its own then once that calm has happened and that deep background alarm has gone down you can now start to communicate and see the side of those events and see that she wasn't really, like, ignored, there was other people there that were resourcing her. And that mom and dad's behavior wasn't a diss on her or a, uh, a, a denial on her, it was they had love there and you gotta be able to find it. There's it's totally possible for you to find it. And then, the last part is reconnecting with that younger part and reparenting which is very body-based, somatic-based. It's how would you talk to your, in other words, how would you talk to your own child now that you know what you know after the session, after the work, how would you talk to your own child if they were going through that? And then when you talk to them, all of the wisdom that they're saying is what your inner wisdom is telling you right now for what's going on for you, for whatever you're stuck at. So the overview method that you're learning tomorrow, those of you jumping in, you're going to actually learn how to how to alchemize a trigger and turn it into deeper self-love. You've been listening to the trigger proof podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation, becoming trigger proof, and then turn that conflict that that trigger created into deeper intimacy that your the relationships that were in kind of broken down they're healthier now as a result and then your body becomes healthier as a result so it's a whole group of people dedicated through crisis that we're gonna move up by getting congruent by getting a hundred percent congruent in all areas of life all of the things that I've been meaning to deal with, but they're coming right up, we're going to address those fires. Usually in the form of relationships. And once those relationship fires are put out, your nervous system totally transforms. So the question that I have for you is this. What relationships would you love to completely transform by Saturday night, by the end of the weekend? Think about that right now love more and if you come committed we're definitely going to help you start that process 100% going to help you what about self forgiveness say feeling angry allowed ok great those who toxic situations allowed yourself into those toxic situations ok great Ah, triggers me because she reminds me of my 15 year old self perfect so Laura great question so here it is self-forgiveness is something that think about it you're beating yourself up for and you're saying I need to forgive myself in other words I need to forgive myself because I keep beating this 25 year old version of me that got into this with this fucker and just stayed how could I forgive myself right and there's nothing to forgive when somebody is in a moment of unconsciousness what you do is you ask yourself who what were my skill sets at the time it's easy for you to look back now and go "Oh, I should have left because who you are now would not tolerate that but why at the time what for what level of self-love what was your resonant resonance of your nervous system were you in a place of fear or a place of love were you constantly looking to somebody outside of you for fulfillment? Of course you were. Of course somebody who is not fully whole in themselves is is not going to get up and leave a situation. They'll be too scared. They're gonna hope that that person will turn around and rescue them. They don't know that at that time that they're supposed to be the hero of their own journey not somebody else. They don't know that. So do you really have to forgive them, or do you have to empathize with them? Your younger self does not need your forgiveness they need your empathy. Your forgiveness implies there's still a piece of shit that was wrong. They weren't wrong; they were completely it completely made sense. the choice that you made based on your nervous system completely made sense who you were, who he was made sense his reactions towards you you think you're you think you were so powerless look again if you caused him to react that way and deny all of your reality because it was too painful to face his who had the real power see when I'm asking you these questions it's a little bit of a mind fuck but this is part of your healing because it's to take away this he did this to me rather than my our combined unconsciousness got us exactly here and it's my unconsciousness that will transcend it and go and see and empathize first with my unconsciousness and then with his gaslighting is funny it's a very funny thing if I come to you and I call you and I call you out for gaslighting gaslighting basically means accusing someone that they're mentally off that they have a mental disorder If I accuse you of gaslighting, gaslighting is one of the symptoms of mental disorders. So if I call you out for gaslighting, I'm actually not listening to what you're saying either. So you have two people labeling each other gaslighting in what's called the victim triangle. There's a victim, there's a perpetrator, and then there's a hero. Victim, perpetrator, hero. How do you heal from that? you look and you get out and you own your role in the triangle. And every narcissist is a closet uh, codependent and every codependent is a closet narcissist. You think the codependent is all about taking care of this other person and just being all about them and losing themselves for them, but it's not selfless. It's completely selfish. It's a survival need it's completely manipulative being the codependent being the fixer being the solver completely manipulative i'm not blaming you i'm just saying the person that you're you're judging is you the same person just as manipulative and looking at him talking about him like he has some sort of a mental disorder completely invalidating his experience that's what narcissists do i know I completely saw my dad as a narcissist. I'm like, oh, you're a narcissist. You can't see me. And he's like, what about empathizing with me? And I'm like, of course, that's what a narcissist would say. But then I stopped for a moment, and I'm like, wait a second. What if I empathize with him and saw from his family of origin how I completely violated and attacked him? because that's the, wa- the only reason why you're being gaslighted or whatever is because you're not empathizing. You're begging to be felt safe and seen, but you're asking for him to grow up. The way that you break the cycle is you grow up out of it and you see the little girl that was in that cycle. And instead of beating her up about it, you have compassion and empathy, and you don't have to forgive her. You basically go, oh my God, you are so unconscious you how would you, how based on what you went through in your life sweetheart how could you have possibly known any better I have no reason to forgive you you are an amazing human being you have all these traits you just didn't really know how to be whole and complete with yourself and love yourself but now I'm here I'm here to show you that's how you forgive yourself because the highest form of forgiveness is the authentic recognition that everything served you and there is nothing to forgive let me say that again the highest form of forgiveness is the authentic recognition that everything served you and there is nothing to forgive hopefully that answered your question Laura you're gonna be there on Saturday we're gonna fucking rip this shit apart and you've been you've been participating and you're keen Yanni tell Laura what she's in for on Saturday just tell Laura what she's in for on Saturday like tomorrow it's like I can't I can't wait like I'm going to sleep tonight and I'm like at noon or 3 p.m. Eastern I get to take a whole group of people for the first time a virtual live event of my methodology I've been putting together for the last 20 years adapted to the specific needs of what you're dealing with now as the beginning of the start of your transformation over the next little while so that you can leave here and this whole COVID-19 thing you're stronger as a result more heart-centered leader healed relationships because you've healed your past That keeps getting triggered around you and wreaking havoc in your life, and it's my absolute pleasure to teach it. Are there any questions about it? Does that make sense? Yes. Roller coaster. Absolutely. Yep. Loved you talking about narcissus because it's changed my life in my marriage. Absolutely. If you see through his wounds, all of a sudden everything changes. So, replying, Susan, is it important for Laura to empathize? with his unconscious in order for her to heal? is it for is it important for Laura to empathize with his unconsciousness in order for her to heal? Susan you nailed it. Is that Susan who said that? yeah, yes, absolutely okay um, is it important for Laura to empathize with his unconsciousness in order for her to heal? yes empathy because the second that Laura empathizes with her own unconsciousness all of a sudden automatically she empathizes with his and all of a sudden that resentment that this eating her her insides and burning a hole in her digestive system and wreaking havoc on her mind and aging her body more quickly and causing weight gain in places that's what's happening that holding on to that story but when she actually turns it into genuine love not fake, but genuine and this is the hurdle that we got to go through magic I can't, I can't describe it Dusty hadn't spoken to his father in four years before he started at the overview experience and if I told him by the end of that, before he was going to show up by the way, you're going to heal your relationship with your father he'd be like, fuck that, there's no way and after he got clear with him and had his heart open to his father first himself he was like, wow I didn't realize what my dad must have been going through I'm like, you nailed it that's how you're gonna heal your relationship he's like, you're not gonna make me talk to my dad, am I? are you? I'm like, yeah, you chicken shit this guy can break like, a, like a, a moose's head like with his bare hands, he's that big but call my father, hell no See how funny that is? Firefighters, police, big-ass guys who can kill people with their bare hands, run into burning buildings, but to call your father, no, I'm scared. I'm scared of my feelings. Guys are hilarious. That's how we are. And so they're now best friends. They talk like almost every day. They had Christmas together for the first time. (laughs) <laughs> family therapy live <laughs> yes I'm glad your mom's here and by the way I just wanna say thank you guys um, thank you for uh, inviting your dearest loved ones into this conversation I mean this group has grown to over 600 people in less than a week in about a week like clearly and I ask you I said I want you to think of four or five people in your life that really need to learn to actually prioritize their healing, because we've, we're gifted with the currency of time right now, and so we're going to put our time to good use. Am I putting my time to good use to learn the skill sets necessary to thrive in the new new world, the new economy, the new whatever? I'm taking like three or four courses: writing, storytelling. Just want to get better at this so that I can get better at connecting. Because connection will be the new currency, just FYI. And if you don't know how to connect to yourself, you're going to be left behind. <laughs> so it just so happens that I've been preparing for this moment all my life, this COVID-19 thing. I'm, I couldn't stand being alone right now. Right. But right now, because I've set my life up in such a way that a disaster like this happens, and I'm not crumbling, I'm not falling apart, I'm like rising. It's not because I'm doing it alone. Please, please. Don't think that you're doing it alone to get there. I'm not doing it alone. I have an army of people in my team beside me. People, mentors that I've invested in, doubled down to adapt myself so that the person that I become, by the time my baby arrives, I'll be like, dude, I got you. Right? And people behind me. People who are just a bit further back along their journey that I've walked to, I'm on the same path as you are. I'm only a few steps ahead. The reason why I tell you that is because you're soon, if you did commit to this, you're going to automatically attract people who are like, help me, how did you get there? And you're like, holy shit, well, I can totally help you. Shannon, didn't you notice that since you came to the overview experience? Didn't you notice, Shannon, since you came, share your story, since you came to the overview experience, how much have you stepped up as a leader? Yanni, how much have you all of a sudden, just by healing parts of you, you've raised at least one energy level and you're here, and now the people that were down here, you're like helping pull them up. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? I want you to tell me, put it in there. Have you noticed that? Because that is one of the byproducts of the work that's why I'm calling it the inspired leaders mastermind I'm creating this vision for a community of people and based we, we, I only had like high-level offer offers before that you know we're one-on-one carrying people through I get to know you send me your story I get to know your family of origin we, me and my team we unpack it for you on this journey so by the third month you're like freedom Like, like, uh, PETA quit weed and healed her relationships with her ex. And, like, completely different in her physiology and able to handle this shit a lot better. Like, we would walk people through. But now, what what I'm going to do is I'm having to create two different offers now. One for the general public who can't afford that level of, of kind of, like, one-on-one, like, guidance through. Or, um, and groups like doing group calls like some of you won't be able to do that and that's okay i didn't i never had anything for you before so i'm gonna have kind of like a lighter accelerated version for you over the next few months with some different options so that you can actually keep climbing you can have this you can invest you can invest safely into this unknown because instead of waiting for a job to come back you're actually investing in you to create your new reality that's even double what you were getting paid before. That's the vision. So don't go back to the old life of if you were making 50 grand in a year, if you're making 75 grand a year. No, no, no. Depending on who you show as right now coming through this whole thing, you could actually be remembered as a contributor to the company or a different company or somewhere altogether where you can create your own way of adding value so that you're making even more after than you did before but the only thing in the way is your relationship with you your confidence ability to regulate your fears so we teach you how to do that over the weekend yes yes i have i definitely noticed stepped up big time so much, and it's a beautiful thing right Shannon, and I definitely stepped up, Yanni, yes I have, I see people in the hurt and I understand and see that their reactions and behaviors and triggers so much deeper than they know, right, and people are like, and they're coming up to you after you come into my, my programs and courses they're coming up to you guys and they're like, dude, you're so wise, how did you get that, and you're like, I know, Like I've, I've connected with myself when you're connected with yourself, your intuition will guide you, the answers will show up I hit, these, I hit these Facebook lives and I just go, what do I want to share? I have one, one thing that I want to share and the whole thing just comes out on a transmission for an hour. I could keep going. i got to literally stop myself. Hopefully you've been getting something out of this. Hopefully you're tuned into possibility. So now I'm going to get you tuned into possibility while you first connect to your breath. Hell yes, that's what I want. Shannon, you can grab our last spot. Throw away all your fears and excuses. (sighs) And you had them every time, please. You, like, oh my gosh, if I hadn't been that asshole that, like, pushed you past your terrifying fears, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I was, and the same with Yanni. You guys were such pains in my asses on your little calls full of fear, thinking your life would end if you actually invested in this. Remember? It's like, that's another thing that I'm working on is not having those calls anymore. I don't want to convince anybody anymore. This must be fucking like shut the fuck up and make this a priority because our children's lives are at stake. Sorry. Go find it somewhere else. I don't care but make sure somebody's willing to call you out on your bullshit. Don't let them let you get away with lying. Okay? Just fucking do it. I've been saying this for years and it's never been more important than it is now. If you didn't push me, I would still be stuck. I've already messaged you. Okay, cool. The work is the only thing I could talk about for hours and hours on end. Great. So make a decision out of love rather than out of fear. Because every rela- every decision you make out of fear you will fucking regret. Every decision you make out of love will be something you will never regret. And if you can talk about this for hours and hours, which I get, I can too, then that tells you something where your heart is. That tells you what makes your heart sing. I want to help you bring out what makes your heart sing because that makes my heart sing and looking forward up this climb i keep pointing there because i'm i used to think i was the hero on the on the on the journey no i'm just the guide i'm the sherpa carrying you up mount everest the mountain of self-loathing to self-love self-blame that i need to forgive myself for is fuck that i don't need to forgive my unconsciousness i was unconscious and it makes sense based on all of my traumas and my my unhealed wounds, my unconsciousness led me to there praying for him to be my rescuer, to be my savior or that I can gain identity fixing him and maybe if I fix him like I did back in my childhood years then I'll have an identity, then I can love myself and none of that is none of that is like hard to believe it's all, it all makes sense, you make sense Your whole life makes sense, if you find the order of it. Now, you are walking with, like, awareness. And then you wake up one day, and you're about to get married to the person of your dreams, about to have a baby, something you thought would never happen. You know, and my friend's been trying for months to have this baby. And we just did it on our first time because they are like stressed, fuck oh, is it that time? Okay, good. It's with an agenda rather than an expression of their love, whereas this baby, complete expression of my love. So when she was pregnant, I'm like, of course, we're going to have this baby. I can't wait. And might as well put a ring on it too, because everything here makes sense and everything that I went through got me here I'm so grateful I never felt myself confident enough to share this because how do I talk about healthy relationships if I'm not yet grounded in a healthy relationship and over the last few months as my relationship has solidified and we still go through conflict and use the tools to move us through the conflict and get deeper I'm like oh my god this is what the world needs right now it's not it's not anything superficial. It's what's real. And it's the thing that's caused me to be able to go through this pandemic and I'm doing great. I'm not, like, by the way, I'm not doing great. Let me let me correct you. There's, some, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of people messaging me saying, hey, can we talk? And I'm like, fuck you talking. No more talking. Let's just work. <laughs> if you're running reach out and saying, can we talk? The answer is, not unless you're ready to work not unless you're ready to invest in working okay not just just say it not just words actually because I, there's there's only fortunately there's only one of me and I, I don't even know what to think about what would have happened dusty if you hadn't pushed me when i wanted to give up i stand for healed if i just have that vision and here's the cool part about this If you have a strong enough vision like that, you will bust through obstacles. Because Yanni, from my perspective, if I have a vision that says standing for healed families, if I walk into that climb thinking that all of you are just gonna line up and say, oh, let me heal my family, that's important to me, and here, I'm gonna pay you whatever you want to make it happen because it's just, because you're so amazing, that I'm living in a dream world. I'm taking that on, families, All the shit that I'm gonna have to climb, your egos, your fears, your but but I can't afford bullshit. You can't afford not to. You can't afford to. Like if something was so important that your children's health was on the line, you would find a way. I've seen it happen. I've seen people like my good friend, oh my god, my good friend lost his job. Okay, for like six months. And his kids who were the no- most important thing to him live at school they were like 15 grand a year for both of them and he lost his job I, I by the end of it i look back i'm like you kept these kids in this school and he's like yeah i made it work it's like it's just do or die it's just what we're going to do i'm like holy fuck the lengths us parents, us parents the length parents will go to to Give, make sure their children will be safe. Look at the lengths I'm going to. The lengths I'm going to consistently coming up with content that helps you learn to regulate so that my partner can watch and she can be regulated during this COVID crisis so that he, his unconscious mind, can be filled with messages of love, messages of safety. Some questions. for Oh, I'm glad that you're here, hun. Glad that you're here. Hope you used uh, to have you guys coming tomorrow. Like you're in for a real treat. One because some of you have done the work before. Others, you're going to meet my clients on Zoom. The ones who have been at this game for a while and we're in this together. This is my community, and um and it's going to be five hours so there's gonna be a lot of exercise and dancing and moving around and self-reflection and self-work and so you're gonna get through it on the other side and you're gonna have a such a clear message from your younger self such a clear idea of the vision that you want to create this climb in the next three to six months and I can't wait to help you get there that's my thing what do you need in each step I'm gonna be paying attention each step of the way and you'll be climbing with me because I'm climbing as well everything that I'm learning in all of my courses that I'm taking consistently because the learners will inherit the earth while the learned will find themselves beautifully equipped for a world that does not. Exist. so I'm learning from the best so that I can help you adapt to this new emerging world that's how it works Community. We only heal in community, not in isolation. And don't, don't be able to get up that mountain alone. What's happening tomorrow? Tomorrow is a uh, the it's the overview experience, but condensed to five hours live virtual retreat. Uh, and I'm going to take you to a and since you came, Debbie, we've gone even deeper. We've gone into some so it's adapted and so i'm taking you a group of about 20 people plus my clients to up the mountain to go back and find first of all what are they stuck with right now where they would like to be in 30 in in 3 months and we're going to make plan a vision and clear the story the the, the primitive wound that's in the way of you climbing there so that in the next few months and beyond be able to self-regulate your nervous system be wise in your choosings that are going to come up in this unknown make choices out of love not out of fear and heal the relationships around you that's happening tomorrow it's from noon Pacific 3 to 8 Eastern and we have a couple of spots left. And those of you jumping in, I'm super duper stoked. It's three hundred and fifty US dollars. And by the end of it, we will have a customized meditation that you'll be able to turn to that you'll be able to connect to each and every day to gain access to your inner voice. So if you have any questions. want to get one of the last spots available I'm ready for you I look forward to it we shall see you at the next perfect time and uh, yeah tomorrow I'm not going to be doing any transmissions I'm just dedicating all day tomorrow to the people ready to delve into their darkness and learn how to dance with their darkness good night